Welcome back to a podcast greater than yourself, season two. I'm John Barleycorn. And I am Fred. And once again, this is season two of a podcast greater than yourself, our series called Clear Cut Directions, where each episode, a speaker takes you through the clear cut directions for a specific step or steps right out of the book, Alcoholics Anonymous. So yeah, enjoy, enjoy this episode. And uh, as always, we'd love to hear your feedback on all the podcasts that are coming out. Reach out to us at podcastgreaterthanyourself at gmail.com. Yeah, or or hit us up on Instagram at podcastgreaterthanyourself or at dr underscore silkworth. We'd love to hear from you. Enjoy the episode. Hi, everyone. My name is Christian, and I am an alcoholic. Welcome back to a podcast greater than yourself. This is season two, Clear Cut Directions. And today I am going to be discussing step five. Before we begin, I just want to thank Podcast Greater Than Yourself for asking me to do this. Uh, It's an honor, and it's actually, it's a real privilege um, to do this. I will say, um, this is super fucking weird like i have never attempted to sit alone in a room and explain my experience with step five and i will just say this is not an enjoyable experience this is this is awful i don't recommend this to anybody i hope somebody gets something out of this because i feel like i'm being tortured right now you people better fucking appreciate this work because this sucks. Uh, but the good news for you guys is, is that I absolutely love Alcoholics Anonymous. I absolutely love the steps. Uh, they basically took me from a piece of shit, alcoholic, uh, drug addict, dying completely alone, uh, and put me in a place where my life is filled with so much love, um, that it's, completely ridiculous. So anytime I get an opportunity to do something like this, I'm going to do it. Anytime I get an opportunity to talk about this thing that saved my life, I'm going to do it. Even if it feels like waterboarding, I'm going to power through because I have to give the people what they want. And apparently what the people want right now is to hear me ramble on for the next however many minutes about the fifth step. Uh, So I am trying my best to put this in some kind of like a concise way or like some kind of linear fashion, but I'm just going to tell you that I've tried to do this a few times and I can't seem to stay on track with the linearness of this. So I'm going to lay out my agenda and then it's probably going to be completely fucked by about minute seven. Uh, Also, I'm going to swear a lot. So if you're one of those people who doesn't like to hear the word fuck, then you should probably just turn this off right now uh, because I can't help it. It's what's going to happen. And I'm just being, I'm just giving you, I'm just telling you now that there's no way I'm going to be able to go the rest of this thing without saying the F word again. 
Uh, so, fuck it. Here we go. Okay, so the first thing I want to say is that this is only my experience. Uh, I do not speak for Alcoholics Anonymous. I actually don't even speak for a podcast greater than yourself. Uh, I am just speaking personally from my personal experience. I am going to tell you what it was like for me. I'm going to tell you what it's like for me as a sponsor. I'm going to attempt uh, to stay as close to the book Alcoholics Anonymous as I can, but it's very possible that I'm going to say something that is not in the book. And if that thing offends you, then you should just disregard it. Um, and if something I say doesn't go along with the experience that you had, I am not saying that your experience is bad, wrong, uh, or anything other than just maybe slightly different than my experience. But if you are living an incredible life today filled with love and uh, compassion and God, then it sounds like you got where you wanted to be. And so who am I to say uh, anything about your personal experience? Um, okay, so now we are going, I'm going to go ahead and just start in with uh, the the fifth. Oh yeah. No, I said I was going to tell you what my agenda was. See, look at that. I'm already fucking this up for you. Okay. Here's what my agenda is. First, I'm going to say what the fifth step is. Second, I'm going to talk about what it actually means. Third, I'm going to try to explain to you how I do the fifth step with a sponsee, uh, both from the place of how do I set it up? What am I doing during the fifth step? And then how do I end it? And somehow, throughout all of this process, I'm also going to try to interweave my ideas about this and also maybe some stuff that happened during my fifth step, although my fifth step was generally pretty boring, so probably not even going to do that. Uh, but I'm going to try to do all that other stuff I just said, even though I can't remember any of it. So let's see how this goes. So what is the fifth step? Uh, the fifth step is admitted to God to ourselves and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. That's beautiful. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Well, I think that you have just listened to step four, hopefully. And uh, so you have a pretty good idea of what that was. And, uh, and now what we're going to do is we're going to admit the exact nature of of our wrongs. What does that mean? Exact nature of our wrongs. To me, what that means is, is that you've written an inventory and now we're going to dive a little deeper into that inventory. Let me, sometimes I think it's easier to say what something isn't to describe what it actually is. So to me, what this isn't is just listing out everything I've ever done in my life. This is not just reading my life story to another person. This is attempting to discover what has been driving me my entire life, or at least since my life has basically potentially gone to shit with alcohol. Um, the goal here is to discover what is blocking my path. Um, and how do I discover that? I discover that by looking at the things uh, that are written down on my fourth step with another person. There's so much here. I thought this was going to be super short. I thought I was just going to jump on here and be like, yeah, they read you the thing. You write down some stuff and you send them off to do six and seven. But as I've tried to do this and as I've tried to like put my thoughts together, I've realized that like there is a lot of meat on this bone. Um, and, but I'm also trying not to overcomplicate this because it doesn't need to be overcomplicated. Um, so let's just talk quickly about the exact nature of our defects. I believe that everyone is walking towards something. 
Okay. And so what am I walking towards is what we are going to discover. Um, and what we find out is, see what I mean? Like if I tell you what we find out, am I giving this away? Like, is this like a spoiler alert? Should I let you know that, Hey, I'm about to spoil what the fifth step's going to do. Maybe I should. Okay. Spoiler alert. Fast forward to, I don't know, fucking 15 minutes from now and see if I'm still talking about something else, or maybe I'm still literally just talking about this because we don't know. It hasn't actually happened yet. Um, so what am I discovering? I'm discovering that I'm walking towards fear and selfishness, uh, dishonesty, um, self-centeredness, uh, self-seeking, right? And so just imagine that you have a North Star and that everything that North Star is made up of that you're walking towards is everything I just listed. And now imagine uh, your actions as you go along that path. They probably don't look super great. They probably make you look like an asshole. Now imagine that your North Star is made up of love and tolerance and kindness and patience. So now that's what you're walking towards. And now what does your path look like? So we're trying to discover through this process, what is it that I'm walking towards? What is making up um, the, the driving forces in my life? And so that to me is the exact nature of our defects. Um, what is the goal of the steps? I think that might be something we want to talk about. Um, and I should just say, these are the exact types of conversations that I'm having with a sponsee before we start on this process. In fact, what I do is I have them open their book to page 72, which is the opening uh, page on the chapter into action. And we read this, the first couple lines where it says, having made our personal inventory, what shall we do about it? We have been trying to get a new attitude, a new relationship with our creator and to discover the obstacles in our path. Now, I love that sentence because it says we're going to we're trying to get a new attitude and a new relationship. The word new means never before experienced, and I have a lot of experience with sponsees who come in saying that they already have a relationship with God, and so I feel like this is just a good understanding that the word new um uh, did I already say that it means never before experienced? You see what happens when you do this alone? You're just like talking and you completely forget what you've said. So uh, so yeah, never before experienced. So even if you have a relationship with God, that's okay, because this is going to be a relationship with God you've not experienced before. And my, my experience, man, that's a lot of experiences. My experience is that it will be a deeper, more connected, more loving, uh, more beautiful relationship when we're done. So it's all good stuff. Um, the other thing it says is that we have to discover the obstacles in our path. The insinuation here is that we're walking down a dark path. There's obstacles. We can't seem to get past them. Maybe we can't get past them because we don't know what the fuck they are, right? So we have to find out what these obstacles are before we can get beyond them. I have to know what the problem is before I can solve the problem, right? Uh, if the if I need a certain tool and I'm using another, right? I mean, you, you get, I'm not going to run this analogy into the ground. You get it. There's obstacles in the path. The fifth step is going to illuminate those obstacles. So uh, the next few paragraphs, again, I'm not going to read every single word with the sponsee at this point because um, 
I just need to hit some highlights. So the next few things is just talking about how you need to do this uh, with another person that a solitary self appraisal is not enough. And that if you skip this step, like if all you do is write down your four step and then put it on a fire and burn it, that's not enough. Uh, I believe that there is the big book mentions that one of the reasons you have to do that is because if you don't do it with another person, you won't discover enough humility um, and you won't destroy the ego enough because you haven't, uh, as I like to say, opened the kimono. Uh, you haven't shown somebody everything because uh, this is an uncomfortable thing to do. Nobody, nobody wants to be to admit that they stole from their grandmother or that they mistreated a, a child or an animal. Um, you know, these are things, these are not things that people are usually proud of. And these are usually things we've attempted to keep hidden away. Um, but, uh, you know, this is part of that process. We have to do this with another person. Um, we have to be entirely honest uh, with another human being. I believe that there is another reason that we have a, a, a person with us. Um, and I'll hopefully remember to talk about that here in just a little bit. Um, quick sidebar, if we go to page 74, I always do this with a sponsee. I go to page 74, middle of the page. It says, the rule is we must be hard on ourselves, but always considerate of others. I like to just point that out because I think that's just a beautiful sentence, whether it was written uh, in the context that it's written on this page, uh, which is talking about how we're not going to do this in front of uh, a family member or somebody really close to us who it's going to hurt. Um, but even if you just pull it out of there and and completely isolate it as a sentence all on its own, if all you did is tomorrow wake up and live by the rule of always being hard on yourself and considerate of everyone else, I imagine your life would get, I don't know, 10 times, a thousand times, infinitely better almost immediately. Um, it's an incredible uh, line and it's something that uh, I try to carry with me um, on a regular on a regular basis. A lot of this part of the book um, I skip over because a lot of it is discussing who you need to talk to. We have to remember that the big book was written at a different time in the history of Alcoholics Anonymous, that uh, you, the person who had the book potentially was the only person in their town who had the book or was one of the only people. And so obviously the insinuation is, is that you're not going to have necessarily a quote unquote sponsor as we know it today. And so you would have to go find a, a closed mouth acquaintance or however they describe it. I don't really spend a lot of time on that because A, I'm sitting across from the guy who's about to read me their fifth step or their fourth step. So I don't really need to explain to them who they're going to talk to. Um, maybe later on as a sponsor, uh, when, when he has a sponsee, it's a conversation we might have about, um, you know, how to go through this with their sponsee. But again, my experience is most guys, most people generally pick up this stuff as we do it and then they just do it the same way we did it and so it works um if you i have no opinion on how people pick the person who's going to hear their fifth step i am assuming that if you've made it this far into this series and you're listening to step five then your goal is to hear fifth steps and i will just say this um i've heard of other ways to do it this is my experience Hearing another person's fist step is maybe one of the most beautiful, um, like connected moments that I've ever had with another human being. 
it is truly incredible to witness somebody talk about this stuff unreservedly with you. Um, it brings me to tears every single time I do it. Um, and it is usually a moment with a sponsee where we go from being kind of this relationship of like, I give you a task, you come back to me when it's done to a true friendship in a lot of cases, but even if not a friendship, just a, just a deep level of love and care for each other, because we have kind of gone through this experience together. It's an experience I don't want you to miss. Uh, so my recommendation is, is that you absolutely partake in your sponsee's footsteps. Okay. So now, uh, I've kind of set up what we're doing here and we go to page 75 and it says, um, we pocket our pride and go to it, illuminating every twist of character, every dark cranny of the past. And so this is where I had said earlier, there were two reasons I think that we have other humans involved in this step. Um, and the second reason I believe is because the sponsee is going to read the steps or <laughs> read the steps is going to read, uh, the sponsee is going to read their fourth step. And as a sponsor, it's my job to listen and to make sure that they dug deep enough. That's, that's my opinion. I am making sure that we absolutely looked in every dark cranny of the past that we didn't uh, let ourselves off the hook too easily. Um, going back to my rule that we were always hard on ourselves, that we really drove down deep. Okay. And that we left nothing else uh, down there to see. Um, and so now I will start talking a, a little bit about going through the actual fifth step. So, so now we're sitting down together. We've kind of explained to them what the goal of the step is, um, what we're about to do. We've hopefully invited God in uh, to, this, to this moment, to share in this moment. And, and now I'm just going to say, okay, just start reading your fifth step. Okay, so now they're reading. Uh, what am I doing while they're reading? Well, first, I'm obviously listening probably not a great idea to be on your phone at this point. Um, but what I am doing is I usually have a piece of paper or a pad of paper and I am writing. I'm writing down when I hear character defects, I'm writing them down. Uh, I try not to get too specific about them. I usually have a list of like 10 or 12. Uh, and I usually hear the majority of them in the first or second, um, person on the inventory list. So for example, I might hear that they're a victim. The sponsee is acting like a victim. Um, I hear a lot of, um, don't you know who I am? I hear a lot of, uh, I think too much of myself or I think too little of myself. My favorite is when those happen in the exact same resentment. That's incredible. Nothing, nothing says, healthy mental condition, like both thinking too much and too little of yourself all at the exact same time. Uh, so I'm going through and I'm writing down these defects, dishonesty, um, self-centeredness, you know, all the things I just said. And then once I get a good amount of them and it feels like they're, I'm hearing them regularly. I'm I, what I do this again, this is just me. 
is I'm literally just putting like check marks every time I hear it. Um, and I'm just checking them off. This is by no means an attempt to write down every single defect of character, nor do I believe that the effectiveness of having a list of defects is necessarily all that important. Um, but I do find that it illuminates some things uh, for the sponsee and, uh, and, and can be helpful for them later on. Uh, the other thing I'm doing is while I'm listening, I'm making sure that, you know, if I have a question about a certain uh, person or if I felt like, hey, you mentioned you know, that this happened with that person. Can you just tell me a little bit more about that? And then when they get into the column where they're talking about their part, or if, again, if it's a long form, when they're, if you have them answer questions, I don't, again, no opinion on how you're doing it, but whatever gets them to that fifth step, um, you know, I'm making sure that they are diving deep enough. And the way I like to do that is I have a couple questions that I can ask around, um, selfishness, dishonesty, uh, self-centered and fear. So I'll just lay these out for you because this is what I do. If I feel like a sponsee has been too easy on himself during a specific resentment, I will say, okay, well, let's just look at this again. So if you're being selfish, uh, who are you considering? Who, who are you considering? myself is the answer, right? Okay, well, who are you not considering? And usually the answer is like, well, I'm not considering this other person, right? Like, so Joe is, oh, hey, hey, Joe. Um, Joe is on the inventory, right? And so it's like, who are you not considering? Well, I'm not considering Joe. And the answer is actually, no, I'm, I'm not considering anybody else. The only person I'm considering is myself. And so the way you could start, you know, so, okay, and where am I being selfish in this resentment? Where, where am I being selfish about, about Joe? The way you could start that answer to get kind of get the juices flowing, so to say, is you could say, I did not consider, right? So you could say, I did not consider that what well, I didn't consider, you know, that, that I'm, that I'm an alcoholic and, uh, and that I have no control over my drinking. That could be an answer to a I don't know. I've heard that a bunch or, you know, I didn't consider that they did, that they tried the best they could, you know, again, it's not the definitive way to do it. It's just sometimes like when they're stuck or if I feel like they've not gone far enough, I will use that as an example to just try to get their mind working in that direction. Uh, okay. And then on to dishonest, you know, um, where am I being dishonest about this thing? Well, it's dishonest to think, right? It's dishonest to think, um, that that person, did that specifically to hurt me, right? That's a pretty general one that I hear all the time. Uh, self-seeking. This is a good one. I love self-seeking. I feel like self-seeking really illuminates a lot for the sponsee. So where, so again, I'm sitting there, they haven't dove deep enough on the fourth step. And I feel like there's a little, we could go a little deeper. We could, we could find um, a, another twist of character, a, another a dark cranny, um, you know, what am I seeking to get out of this? Like I'm seeking to believe, you know, I'm seeking to believe that only if only they acted right, then everything in my life would be fine. If only my insert person here would have acted correctly, then everything else would have been fine. You know, that is like a really brilliant one that really just works well for, for me and, and for my sponsees. So, um, Again, my job as the sponsor is I'm listening, I'm actively listening, I'm asking questions when I feel like it's needed, I'm pushing a little when I feel like it's needed, not like 
on everyone though. Like sometimes they might read a bunch in a row and I'm like, these guys, this guy's got it, man. Like he's on it. He's done an incredible job. And so I'm just listening and maybe making some check marks on my little sheet of what I call character defects for them. Uh, again, just something that I like to do. It's not in the book. Doesn't say you have to do that. Um, but it's what I do because that's what my sponsor did with me. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so let me just talk a little bit about that. So my fifth step, you know, this is where everyone has a little bit of a different way to do this. Um, I like to be really involved with my sponsee's fourth steps because I feel like the reason I personally don't like to do things is because I don't know how to do them or if I don't think I'm good at them. So if I can sit with a sponsee uh, after giving them the directions and go through, you know, so like, let's say I've given them, okay, they've written a list and they've gotten all, all the why they're mad stuff down or why, what's the resentment side of it down. And now we're looking at their, their side. Like I'll sit with them and go through as many as we can in the amount of time that we have together, you know, and, and if they have 25 people on their list or how, whatever, I mean, there is no right or wrong number, right? So if I can get through four or five of them and they feel confident, then I feel they're going to get it done faster. And that's been my experience. When I sit with them and I do it, they get it done. When I just tell them to do it and I don't really take the time to illustrate what it looks like, um, they, I find that they tend to sit on it longer. Because of that, um, my fifth steps aren't usually that illuminating because I've already heard some of it. I'm also having them check in with me pretty regularly during this process because I want them to get this done really quickly. So I will say like, call me tomorrow and my expectation is you're going to be done, um, you know, with your fourth, sorry, that was during, yeah. So while they're writing their fourth step, I have them call me fairly regularly because I want to make sure that they're working on this and moving forward and getting it done. So when I sat down with my sponsor and he had done basically the same thing with me, by the time we got to the fifth step, I mean, he already kind of knew a lot of this stuff. He'd already heard a lot of it. He'd already kind of seen it because he had wanted to check in and make sure that I was moving in, in the right direction and, and moving quickly. Um, so it really wasn't all that powerful. Um, and then we got to the part of the fifth step and I don't know if everyone does this or if this is just certain people, you know, my sponsor just said, okay, is there anything else? Is there anything else? Do you have anything else to tell me? Was there anything that is not written down that you feel like you want to tell me? I don't feel like there's any rule here. I, I have said that to people um, and people have said yes, no. People have told me things um, that had nothing to do with a resentment that they just felt like they needed somebody else to hear. And, uh, and so they did. You know, I told my sponsor a few things. Um, I don't know if it, my sponsor told me something. And that's what I do with my sponsees is I'll usually say like, hey, listen, this is what I told my sponsor. I don't care if you hear it anymore. It doesn't really bother me. I don't carry this around anymore. So here you go. Um, that's what I do. Uh, so now, and just to give you an idea too, like I don't have any opinion on how long this takes, but my experience is I get this done in like about less than two hours. Two hours is usually the meeting I plan, and uh, it doesn't usually take the full two. And that includes them, me doing the preemptive stuff, like I'm going to go through everything that we're about to talk about. Then they're going to read everything to me, and we're going to stop occasionally to chat a little bit. And then we're going to do the next part, which is kind of 
sending them off to continue on uh, with the steps. So um, my experience has been that I can get this done in, in about two hours or less. The other thing is, is that I've yet to uh, have a sponsee that I haven't been able to do this in any setting. Uh, Zoom, phone, in person. It all works. Doesn't matter. I've done them in a, my car. I've done them at coffee shops. Uh, I've done them on park benches. There's literally, um, and, and again, I, it 100% translates to Zoom. Um, and it 100%, I've, do, I've even done, I've done one of them uh, with somebody who didn't have access to a computer. So we did it over the phone and it, it worked, uh, it worked there as well. So, um, okay. So we're, we're wrapping up now and, uh, and so now what am I going to do? I'm going to turn right back to the book and we're going to go right to page 75, right where we stopped reading before. And it says, once we have taken this step withholding nothing, we are delighted. We can look the world in the eye. We can be alone at perfect peace and ease. Our fears fall from us. We begin to feel the nearness of our creator. We may have had certain spiritual beliefs, but now we begin to have a spiritual experience. The feeling that the drink problem has disappeared will often come strongly. We feel we are on the broad highway, walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe. We read that together. I explain to them that that is the fifth step promises. I explained to them that none of that shit's going to come true unless they do the next two steps, which are going to happen in about uh, an hour and a half, uh, depending on how far away they live. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, and then I thank them from the bottom of my heart for allowing me to be a part of that. I usually uh, have like, we usually have just a few minutes of, of conversation about how everything went. Um, I make sure that they, I'm going to now make sure that they have a full understanding of what they're about to do, but I'm not going to step on the next podcast because the next podcast is specifically going to talk about six and seven. I'm not going to talk about what I say to them because I'm not doing six and seven. I'm doing five. Um, and so, yeah, at this point, I'm going to thank them from the bottom of my heart. I'm going to let them know that they did an incredible job. And, uh, and then I'm going to give them the, the next directions, which, you know, you'll hear in the next, in the next podcast. Um, so with that, I'm just looking here at my notes and making sure that I didn't leave anything out. Um, and I don't think I did. I feel pretty good about that. I hope that that helped. I will tell you, I'm sure that I missed something. I'm sure that somebody listening is like, he didn't talk about this. You're, you're probably right. I, I probably didn't. Um, there is a lot in the fifth step that, that could be spoken about, but I also feel like that if we make this too complicated or we make it too intellectual or even too spiritual for that matter, that people will not want to do it. When in fact, what it really is, the process of the fifth step is really simple, right? I'm going to read this thing to another person and this recovered person is going to be able to hear things that I can't hear because I'm me and I can't hear my own bullshit, right? That is why even in the 10th step, we call another person and let them know what's going on because we need that kind of that uh, unbiased uh, viewpoint, right? Um, you know, but the actual mechanics of this step, the things that get us from A to B to C are actually really, really simple. Hey, man, read 
the shit you wrote down. Period. Like, that's it. And just in that experience, just through that process, the result is going to come, right? Um, I don't need to understand why it works. Um, I just need to know how to do it. And with the fifth step, it's really as simple as getting your list out, reading every single word that's on that paper, not adding or subtracting anything, um, and then moving on to the next step. And my experience is, is that when that happens, people have incredible, uh, powerful, and uh, often sudden God experiences. And if you've had one of those, then you're sitting here right now and you're saying, yeah, fuck yeah. And you're feeling incredible. And if, if you've not had one of those, then, you know, that's what this is about. And I hope that you find somebody. I hope you reach out to us. If you don't know anybody who's doing this, reach out to podcast greater than yourself and get connected with somebody. Uh, you know, it, one thing that has happened with Zoom and the pandemic is it has shown us that we don't need to be limited to helping people that live within our zip code or in our area, right? Uh, I am now sponsoring people literally from across the globe, uh, having to worry about time zones more so than anything else. The, the biggest concern I have is setting up meetings with people and making sure that we're both on the same. So was that, was that 3 p.m. Eastern or was that what, what time is it in, in Melbourne, Australia right now? Uh, you know, like that's, these are the conversations that are happening. And I personally hope that these conversations continue to happen long after this pandemic ends and we continue to allow the reach of Alcoholics Anonymous to not be limited uh, just to the places that we can drive to conveniently and sit in church basements. Um, we can affect a lot more people uh, if we utilize this technology, and I think it's a beautiful thing. And the fifth step can 100% be done uh, in any capacity, whether it be in person or on Zoom or any in any other fashion that it need to be done. The only important thing is that it gets done, just like all the other steps. You know, there's a line here on page uh, 72, and I was going to talk about it, and it says the best reason first. They're talking about why you can't skip the step. It says, if we skip this vital step, we may not overcome drinking. You know, I was going to talk about it, but then I said, well, yeah, but which of the steps can you skip? Like, so you can skip the next two or the one before it or the one where you make amends? Like, which is the one you can skip? I, my, I don't think you can. I think you have to do them all, you know? Go get a recipe for a chocolate cake and just randomly pull out uh, two ingredients and two directions and then make the thing and see what you get at the end. Did you get a baked good? Probably. Unless one of the directions you randomly pulled out was maybe to preheat the oven, right? And then you stuck cake, whatever the sem whatever the thing is that you made. I'm, I don't even know if we can call it cake batter because what if you pulled out the eggs and the flour? Did you still get cake batter? But now you put it in an unpreheated oven? What happened? So now, okay, wait 22 minutes and stick a toothpick in and don't take it out of the oven until, uh, until that toothpick comes out clean, right? That cake is just going to be sitting there for how long, right? You're not getting a cake, but at the end of this, you, so I, I appreciate what 
the book is trying to say. I appreciate that they're trying to make the point that you need to do this with another person. Just doing the fourth step is not enough. You can't just write this stuff down and move on. I get what they're saying, but all the steps are vital to having a spiritual experience as described in the book of Alcoholics Anonymous. None of them can be skipped. Um, again, thank you to Podcast Greater Than Yourself. Thank you to everyone for listening. And I hope everyone has a beautiful day. This has been a podcast greater than yourself. A podcast greater than yourself was created by recovered alcoholics. All involved in the creation of this podcast are active members of Alcoholics Anonymous who wish to carry the message of our own recovery to those who still suffer. We do not claim to represent Alcoholics Anonymous. All comments are from our own experiences as alcoholics who have recovered by following the directions for the 12 steps found in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. Thanks for listening.